Do you struggle to remember new words? Is it hard for you to recall a new phrase you think you learnt just yesterday? In today's show, I'm going to explain to you how you can drastically improve your recall system and implant new vocabulary in your memory long term. Welcome back to Rich English, episode three. This is Rich English. Rich English. So what do you do when you're trying to learn new vocabulary? Well, there are many good ways to help you remember your new words and phrases. And traditionally, people have written them down, folded over the paper, written their other language on the other side. Uh, if you're like my dad, you might cut up those pieces of paper and use them like mini flashcards. People these days are practicing with an application, something like Duolingo. Another way is you could get people to test you. Some methods are better than others. And it's certainly great to have a mix of these ideas to keep your interest up. But which one is really the best? Well, I'm going to tell you that the act of simply trying to remember is in itself certainly one of the best ways. focus on recall, on the retrieval and the self-testing, and you combine this with something called spaced repetition, then you're going to make quick and long-lasting improvements uh, to the way that you can remember vocabulary. So self-testing can come in the form of uh, online mobile apps, flashcards, um, using online tests, but one of the simplest ways is that when you've come across some new words, to come across means to discover uh, or to find, um, when you've uh, heard some new words and you've maybe noted them down, what are you gonna do next? Well, what I suggest with the people who I work with is I say to them, okay, at the end of our lesson, what you, need to do is to just spend a couple of minutes, it doesn't have to be very long, and just try and remember any of the new vocabulary, or, or sometimes maybe uh, corrections of mistakes, uh, but let's stick to vocabulary, the new vocabulary for today's podcast. Uh, try to remember without looking at what you might have written down. So as soon as you've finished your your lesson, your conversation, or watching the film, or listening to another podcast, or whatever it may be. You've written down a few words. Just try and remember them without looking. And just spend maybe a minute or two trying to remember as many of them as you can. Because this act itself of trying to remember is what's going to aid your recall in future. It will bring those words quicker back to your mind. There is, of course, science behind this. This kind of deep 
self-testing or really trying hard to remember forms stronger connections in with your brain synapses which makes it easier to retrieve again in the future and of course like when you go to the gym and you you practice uh, lifting weights for example um, you practice uh, recalling uh, the new vocabulary then of course it's going to strengthen that muscle and uh, it will be become quicker and uh, more like second nature to you improving your fluency So of course there's many different ways that you can input the information um, if you're wanting to remember new vocabulary. There are several ways that I recommend to people. The best of those is to try and visualize the word. And it works quite well with nouns. It's more difficult, uh, sometimes I would say maybe impossible, uh, with adjectives and adverbs but certainly when you're trying to remember objects or words for new things then definitely you can visualize these things um, and uh, in my recent uh, Monday minute which is a I don't know if uh, any of you out there actually uh, are on Facebook I'm sure there's one or two of you are if you uh, find or search for Monday minute English or search for Richard Hill English and you can find uh, a, a group that I upload a video to every Monday, which is usually uh, between a minute and three minutes long uh, with a quick tip, um, something to help you improve your English. And uh, last week I was talking about hooks and hooks in terms of memory for vocabulary. A hook is something in your mind which you are it's a piece of information you already know and on that you can hook a new piece of information and because the old piece of information the hook is already in your brain and you retrieve it very quickly it's something that comes to mind instantly then by connecting it to this new piece of vocabulary uh, you can learn the new piece of vocabulary much quicker um, and um, I often give people the example of when I was learning the months of the year uh, in Czech. Um, some of them are a bit strange uh, and completely different uh, uh, from English. Uh, in fact, most of them are, if not all of them. Um, but there are ways that, that you can make the learning of those words easier and you can use as your hooks either a word that you know in your own language or it might be a, a new word in your target language in this case english um, if i give you the example of when i was learning these months in czech i used a combination of czech words that i already knew and english words or phrases or something that i could use as a hook the first month is January, uh, of, obviously, and in Czech, January is Leden. And the first thing that came to mind was an old Cream song. The Cream from the band, uh, Eric Clapton was the guitarist in the band in the 1960s. And uh, there's a lyric in the song, uh, I thought the Leden winter would bring you down forever. 
the leaden winter winter january that made that one really easy to understand as well i already knew the word for ice in czech is lead so that was a really simple one to try and remember so you can go through um may is uh kvieten uh kvieten um uh is uh, uh, uh kofietina is a flower so flowers in may may in bloom that's another easy one to remember but then prosinets i got to prosinets this is the name the czech name for the for december that was a bit hard i couldn't think prosinets it doesn't sound like any english word i could think of off the top of my head so i spent a few moments and i thought ah robert prosinetsky he was a footballer croatian footballer back in the 1990s i think and I thought, okay, I can I can imagine Robert Prozinetsky dressed up as Father Christmas. That makes me think of December. So there we go. December, Prozinets, Prozinetsky, Father Christmas, December, Prozinets. There we go. That's how it works. Obviously, you have to do it the other way around to learn the English words. Um, with the months as an example, you can you can take uh, some of them are. Um, easier than others to remember but uh, for example december december is like deset if you know anything about your history then december was originally the 10th month of the year that's why it's deset and december october meaning eight because it was the eighth month of the year now okay so we have to add two onto each of those so because october is now the 10th month and december is now the 12th month but you'll find that even though that's not exactly correct anymore then then just that idea of adding on the two on you'll remember that and that'll happen um i use these kind of techniques when i am uh trying to remember the control descriptions for my orienteering events and i remember the numbers uh, by visualizing the numbers uh, usually with some kind of hook that i already know if ever i have a number 33 then 33 is julio arca who's a footballer who played for sunderland uh, in the 1990s and early 2000s you you get the idea a, a lot of my memory techniques revolve around football of course for you that might be something completely different whatever it is that's in your mind uh, that you know very well you can try and make a connection and use this these words or these or these visual images as hooks so yeah, that's the 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 best way. Uh, I also in a previous video and and uh, I recommend to my uh, English students um, sketch notes, which is a way of making your note taking much more visually interesting, and therefore more memorable, because you will find that if rather than just writing down your English word on one side. And the word in your own language on the other side and all in the same typeface the same size the, with the same color pen in your usual handwriting it's very difficult to remember the word and it's certainly difficult to remember where that word is on the page and even on which page with sketch notes what you'll find is that you'll be able to not only remember the word but you'll remember exactly where it is on a particular piece of paper and if you have one piece of paper for example for each of your lessons if you have a, a regular uh, english lesson um, and you take sketch notes then you'll build up this almost subconscious memory 
of where these particular pieces of vocabulary are situated. Um, I've been doing this technique with uh, a couple of my English students over the last few years, and really we we have pages, and I mean I mean tens of pages, maybe something up up to a hundred pages over several years of A3 paper, where which we've drawn on over the course of say a couple of weeks lessons and even now I can remember exactly where if if my student needs to refresh uh, metals for example I know which sheet to go back to how far back it is roughly and whereabouts on the page it is in the top right corner not that that helps you but you get the idea so how do you do sketch notes well First of all, throw out all of the typical rules for note-taking uh, and uh, be as creative as you possibly can. Use different colours, certainly use uh, different styles of writing, so different typefaces. Um, you can use some things in capitals, some in lowercase, although I must add a little caveat, um, which... Uh, if any of you out there listening have actually been to Britain, you'll notice that the road signs are all in lower case, with the exception of the, obviously the capital letter at the start of the place name, as it should be. Um, and the reason for this is because um, it was discovered that uh, when you're driving along at speed, particularly on a motorway, uh, you only have a, a second or two to, to look at a sign as you drive past it. And it's much easier to identify the word if it's written in lower case because it has a it has its own unique shape. Whereas if you write everything in uppercase or capital letters, everything looks like a box. Okay, there might be a different length to the box. If I take the example of uh, Cambridge and York, one is a short box and the other is a long box. But if I write those two words in lowercase then they have a specific shape and if I've got for example Kettering and Cambridge which when I'm driving quickly I might not notice exactly which one is in which position I can tell from the shape because the shape is different um, so that's another good way to uh, uh, think about something to think about when you're making your sketch notes use different color use different sizes uh, draw pictures with it Again, anything that's uh, quite visually stimulating, if, particularly if it's a noun, if it's an object, you can draw a little picture. Don't worry about being a good artist. It doesn't matter. It's simply something for you to aid your memory, to aid your recall, to make it faster to remember. So... Another thing uh, similar to sketch notes um, is mind mapping, and mind mapping is something that I have been uh, advocating for many, many years since I read uh, a fantastic book by Tony Buzan. And Tony Buzan is a, is an excellent guy to uh, uh, to read if you want to discover more about how to use your memory and not just for language learning, but for many different things, for uh, remembering people's names and faces, for example. Um, but uh, Tony Buzan invented mind mapping. Um, 
and mind mapping at its best or in its in its true form is a very organic looking picture with a main image in the center uh, along with a word which is your main theme and then coming out from each side you may have several kind of tentacle looking lines which start off quite thick and they have a main theme now I often use this mind mapping idea for if I want to uh, try and remember the content of a book I'll sometimes mind map an entire book and each of the first thick lines that come out of the main image in the middle is a chapter heading and then off that you have the smaller lines with smaller writing because on each of the line you're going to write a main theme again I suggest in lowercase um, each line section will have a different color um, because then you can remember chapter one for example is red and it's about uh, the present perfect tense for example and then off that line again you have thinner red lines with slightly smaller writing with the main themes about it so you might have uh, for example uh, there are five uses or five situations where you can use the present perfect now I'm giving you the example of using this for grammar and mind mapping is probably slightly more suited to that um, but certainly there's no reason why you can't use it for vocabulary as well um, it could be a particular theme you know it could be gardening for example and then the first line comes off is tools and the second line is plants and the third one is um, some other kind of material or um, whatever it might be and then of course you can be drawing little pictures along with your words you can be writing your words both in your own language as well as in English so I've given you quite a lot to think about there um, to remember vocabulary and I'm sure over the coming weeks when I do more of these solo shows I'll go a little bit more in depth um, into each of these things I, mnemonics is another thing I haven't really talked about there um, and um, I'll get into that one again in, in a few weeks time so before we finish I want to give you a specific uh, business English term which can help you um, and I've already talked about hooks in terms of uh, memory techniques but the word hook uh, is also used in marketing terms and a hook um, sometimes often referred to as a strap line as well but a hook is that kind of a short line of text a short sentence a phrase under your brand name or your product name which is going to grab the attention of a potential customer or client uh, I'll give you a couple of examples uh, many years ago uh, I think back in about 2003 2005 something like that Apple released the iPod and they released it with the hook 1000 songs in your pocket it grabs the attention of the listener or viewer 
it tells you exactly what this thing does is or has the potential to be another example would be tim ferris's book the four hour work week now that's the title of his book but what a great hook four hour work week who wouldn't want to work only four hours a week who wouldn't want a thousand songs in their pocket at the time when we used to carry around a cd player cd walkman and maybe four or five cds in your bag you can tell how old i am right <laughs> so that's that's the hook in business terms in marketing terms i'll leave you with that one for today so just to summarize uh today's show has been about how you can better remember new vocabulary and phrases and i've given you a few ideas uh, for how you can go about doing that sketch notes mind maps visualization using hooks so if you want to find out any more information about any of these things you'll find it on my blog at richardhill.cz you can search the blog for any of those terms of course um, I want to get this podcast out to a wider audience and I'm absolutely delighted that you are listening to it thank you very much please will you give me a little review will you give me a little rating um, you can do that both on my website on the where I'm hosting the uh, podcast on my own website better still if you're listening on Apple podcasts or Google podcasts or stitcher or Acast, rate it leave me a review and of course, that's, uh, that's the way you can get in touch with me as well and let me know who you'd like to hear me interview, what you'd like to hear me talk about. Of course, I've got plenty of ideas of my own, but it's great if you guys can give me some feedback. So that's all for now, and I shall be back next week with another interview session and the week after with another solo show. So all the best for today, and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye-bye for now.